Decision podcasts are brought to you by the New York Prosecutors Training Institute. Find this and other decisions at NIPT Law. www.nipt.org slash law. People v. Joshua Messano, Rivera, J. Defendant asserts that county court should have granted his motion to suppress physical evidence found in his car as a direct result of defendant's unlawful seizure by police. The prosecution counters that even if the officers lacked reasonable suspicion of defendant's involvement in criminal activity, what appeared to be drug-related contraband was in plain view on the driver's seat, justifying the search of his car. We conclude that the search was unconstitutional because the prosecution failed to establish that the police had reasonable suspicion to detain defendant and failed to meet its burden of showing that the police observed the contraband in plain view. 1. Defendant Joshua Misano was indicted on one count of second-degree criminal possession of a weapon under Penal Law Section 265.03 after the police recovered a loaded handgun from the back seat of the car he was driving. Following his indictment, defendant moved to suppress the gun as the fruit of an unlawful detention and search. During the suppression hearing, Detective Brian Hart testified that he was patrolling a Syracuse neighborhood around 6.40 p.m. when he observed a car driving through traffic faster than the other drivers on a busy road. This car crossed the double yellow line and pulled up to another car stopped in traffic and driven by defendant. Hart observed and overheard the two engage in a loud conversation and then pull into a parking lot where the businesses were closed. Hart positioned his unmarked car approximately 50 to 75 yards away. From there, he saw defendant exit the car he had been driving and stick his head through the other car's front passenger side window several times while talking to that other car's driver. He further observed defendant looking around and texting on his phone. Based on his experience, Hart believed defendant had engaged in a hand-to-hand drug-related transaction. However, he conceded on cross-examination that he did not actually see any such transaction between defendant and the other driver. While Hart was observing the two men, a third car arrived and that car's driver exited. Hart knew this third person by name as someone who had previously been arrested for drug possession. Hart then contacted other officers to assist in approaching defendant and the other two men. A marked patrol unit and several other detectives responded. One of the responding officers, Deputy Connor Young, approached defendant, who was then seated in the driver's seat of his car. Young testified that, as he walked towards the car, defendant exited, closed the car door and began walking towards him. Upon the approach, Young frisked defendant to make sure he had no weapons that could harm the officer or his partner, although Young acknowledged on cross-examination that defendant was not threatening. Young found nothing on defendant during the frisk and told him to stand at the rear of the car, where Young's partner, Deputy Dominic Albanese, was standing and could maintain eyesight on defendant. Young testified that, at that point, defendant was not free to leave. Young then approached defendant's car, looked through the open driver's side window and saw what he described as a rolled dollar bill and white substance on the driver's side seat. Based on his training and experience, he concluded the powder was cocaine. Young told Albanese to arrest defendant, who was still standing with Albanese behind the car. Defendant was handcuffed and placed under arrest and his car immediately searched. The officers recovered a clear baggie of what Young believed to be narcotics in the front console and a handgun in the center armrest of the back seat. 
After defendant was arrested, while he was still standing behind the car, Hart conducted a secondary search of defendant's person and recovered $1,200 in cash. Following the hearing, defense counsel argued that the police lacked reasonable suspicion to restrain defendant because the officers had merely observed him engaged in innocent behavior beforehand and that the plain view doctrine did not justify the search of defendant's car. County court denied suppression. Defendant later pleaded guilty to second-degree criminal possession of a weapon. A divided appellate division affirmed. The majority concluded that, 1. Young had reasonable suspicion of defendant's involvement in a drug transaction based on Hart's observations as communicated to him, and therefore the detention outside defendant's car was not unlawful, and, 2. Even if defendant had not been detained, Young could have simply walked up to the vehicle, looked in the window, and observed the drugs in plain view on the driver's seat. Two justices dissented concluding that there was no reasonable suspicion to detain defendant based on actions that were at all times innocuous and readily susceptible of an innocent interpretation, Whalen, P.J. and Bannister, J., dissenting. The dissent also concluded that the officer's observation of the dollar bill and white powder on the driver's seat were not attenuated from defendant's detention at the back of the car because the latter was a continuation of the initial unlawful seizure which provided Young with an unobstructed view. One of the dissenting justices granted defendant leave to appeal. We now reverse. 2. The Fourth Amendment to the United States Constitution in Article I, Section 12 of the New York Constitution prohibit unreasonable searches and seizures. These provisions permit the police to conduct brief investigative stops of individuals in public places that fall under an entire rubric of police conduct, which historically has not been, and as a practical matter could not be, subjected to the warrant procedure, Terry v. Ohio, but only when there is a particularized and objective basis for suspecting the particular person stopped of criminal activity, Neverett v. California, Terry, that is, reasonable suspicion of criminal activity based on the totality of the circumstances, Navarrete, People v. Cantor, before a person may be stopped in a public place a police officer must have reasonable suspicion that such person is committing, has committed, or is about to commit a crime, citing CPL 140.50. Reasonable suspicion is that quantum of knowledge sufficient to induce an ordinarily prudent and cautious person under the circumstances to believe criminal activity is at hand, People v. Martinez. It may not rest on equivocal or innocuous behavior that is susceptible of an innocent as well as a culpable interpretation, People v. Brennan. Generally, as with searches, Seizures of property conducted outside the judicial process, without prior approval by judge or magistrate, are per se unreasonable under the Fourth Amendment subject only to a few specifically established and well-delineated exceptions, Minnesota v. Dickerson. Among those established exceptions is that under certain circumstances the police may seize evidence in plain view without a warrant, Arizona v. Hicks, quoting Coolidge v. New Hampshire. Under this plain view doctrine, Law enforcement officers may properly seize an item in plain view without a warrant if, in pertinent part, they are lawfully in a position to observe the item, People v. Brown. The fundamental justification for the plain view doctrine is that when the police are already lawfully in a position to make the observation, the discovery and seizure of contraband in plain view involve no intrusion on the individual's constitutional rights beyond that already authorized by the warrant or some exception to the warrant requirement, People v. Dawes, abrogated on other grounds by Dickerson.
In other words, the police may seize incriminating evidence if they had the right to be where they were when they saw it, Brown. That justification is absent and the doctrine therefore does not legitimize a warrantless seizure of property when an officer gains the vantage point from which they view incriminating evidence by violating a constitutional prohibition against unreasonable searches and seizures, see Horton v. California, it is, of course, an essential predicate to any valid warrantless seizure of incriminating evidence that the officer did not violate the Fourth Amendment in arriving at the place from which the evidence could be plainly viewed. Brown, the constitutionality of a plain view seizure must turn on the legality of the intrusion that enables, police, to perceive and physically seize the property in question, quoting Texas v. Brown. When a defendant moves to suppress evidence seized by the police, the prosecution initially bears the burden of going forward to show the legality of the police conduct in the first instance, People v. Berrios. Moreover, since all seizures presumptively are unreasonable per se, where a warrant has not been obtained, the prosecution has the burden of overcoming this presumption of unreasonableness, see People v. Jimenez. Here then, the prosecution had the burden of demonstrating the legitimacy of the plain view seizure, Brown. 3. Applying this established law to the record on this appeal, we conclude that Hart's observations relayed to the other officers, including Officer Young did not provide the police with reasonable suspicion that defendant was engaged in a drug transaction. Furthermore, Young was not justified in detaining defendant at the back of his car and there is absolutely no record support for a determination that the dollar bill and white powder were in plain view. Lacking both reasonable suspicion of a drug transaction and a lawful vantage point from which Young could observe the items on the driver's seat, the police had no justification for the warrantless search of the vehicle. According to Hart's testimony at the suppression hearing, on a summer day during daylight hours, Hart observed two men in their respective cars meet on the road, talk to each other through their car windows loudly over the traffic, then pull into an empty parking lot where a defendant went over to the other car put his head through the closest open window, and continued their conversation. Defendant also stood up, looked around, and used his phone. Crucially, although Hart believed defendant had engaged in a hand-to-hand -hand drug transaction, he conceded that he never saw anything change hands between defendant and the other driver. Furthermore, no other record evidence or reasonable inferences to be drawn therefrom supported Hart's belief as Hart testified that he made his observations from 50 to 75 yards away. Defendant's behavior, viewed in totality, was equivocal and susceptible of an innocent interpretation, and therefore could not form the basis for reasonable suspicion that he had engaged in a crime, see Brennan. Moreover, the arrival of the third driver who had previously been apprehended for drug possession could not provide reasonable suspicion because police did not observe defendant engage in a transaction with a third driver. Guilt by association, has no place in our jurisprudence, Dorothy D. v. New York City Probation Department, Joint Anti-Fascist Refugee Com. v. McGrath, Douglas, J., concurring referring to guilt by association as one of the most odious institutions of history, including our search and seizure jurisprudence, see Cybron v. New York, the inference that persons who talk to narcotics addicts are engaged in the criminal traffic in narcotics is simply not the sort of reasonable inference required to support an intrusion by the police upon an individual's personal security, People v. Johnson, a. 
stop based on no more than that a suspect has previously been arrested for burglary and that there have been burglaries in the area is premature and unlawful. Thus, at the time defendant was detained and the car searched, the police did not have evidence that defendant had even committed a violation of the vehicle and traffic law, let alone a criminal offense, see Navarrete, Cantor. Therefore, as a matter of law, the officer's observations could not form the minimum showing necessary to establish a reasonable suspicion that defendant had committed or was about to commit a crime, People v. McRae, see also People v. Johnson. That leaves only the prosecution's contention that even if, as we conclude, the detention of defendant at the back of the car was not lawful, the contraband on the driver's seat was nevertheless in plain view, thereby justifying the subsequent vehicular search. This claim is without merit. At the suppression hearing, Young did not testify that he could see what was on the car seat from his vantage point as defendant approached him or during the frisk. Therefore, there is no record evidence or any reasonable inference that Young was in a position to view the contraband absent the unlawful detention of defendant, C. McRae, Brown. Young testified that it was only after defendant was detained at the back of the car that Young walked towards the driver's door and looked in the window. The only reasonable inference to be drawn from this testimony is that Young could see what was on the seat only by approaching the car door and looking in at the driver's seat. Indeed, Young's actions confirm this reading of the record because if it were otherwise Young would have ordered defendant's arrest after the frisk and before telling him to move. Thus, the prosecution's assertion that the officer was justified in detaining defendant at the back of the car allowing Young to easily view the driver's seat is unsupported by the record. By Young's own account, when he ordered defendant to stand at the back of the vehicle, there was no evidence of a drug transaction as he recovered none during the frisk or any basis to fear defendant, who Young admitted was not threatening and was compliant with the officer's commands. The appellate division reasoned that, even if Young had not detained defendant, he could have observed the contraband in plain view simply by walking up to the driver's seat and looking into the vehicle, see Misano. However, this conclusion is unsupported because, had the officers not unlawfully detained defendant behind the car, defendant could have walked back, opened the car door and sat on the driver's seat actions that, contrary to the dissent's unsupported assertions, would have blocked Young's view of the contraband. Therefore, the prosecution failed to meet its burden to establish at the suppression hearing that the unlawful detention of defendant was not the reason that Young had an unobstructed view of the driver's seat, Messano. Whalen, P.J., and Bannister, J., descending. 4. For the reasons we discuss, the prosecution failed to carry its burden of overcoming the presumptive unreasonableness of the warrantless vehicular search, Jimenez, including demonstrating the legitimacy of the plain view seizure, Brown. Accordingly, the appellate division order should be reversed, defendant's motion to suppress physical evidence granted and the indictment dismissed. Instead of affording the people all reasonable inferences in looking for record support for the holdings of the two lower courts, the majority reweighs the hearing testimony, and based on negative inferences and speculation, holds that the people did not meet their burden of proof. The majority's holding is unmoored to our standard of review and ignores the circumstances confronting the officers in that deserted parking lot. Public safety will suffer, see People v. DeBellis. Reversing conviction because defense lawyer failed to request instruction that defendant was on his way to turn his gun into police even though defendant repeatedly lied to police about having a gun.
Order reversed, defendant's motion to suppress physical evidence granted and indictment dismissed. Opinion by Judge Rivera. Chief Judge Wilson and Judges Troutman and Halligan concur. Judge Garcia dissents and votes to affirm in an opinion, in which Judges Singas and Canataro concur. Decided January 11, 2024. Decision podcasts are brought to you by the New York Prosecutors Training Institute. Find this and other decisions at NIPT Law. www.nipt.org slash law.